Hey everyone, welcome to Authentically Aligned with my coach Lacey. I am Lacey Shea-Healy and today we are going to be talking about decisions. Um, this is something I was going to go live in my parentpreneuring page about this, but I figured I would share it here because I want this to last longer than 24 hours. Um, the process of decisions, I want to put this in a couple of different perspectives. One from the perspective of the people that you wish to buy your product, whatever that product is. And two, the perspective of you yourself as the business owner and the entrepreneur. I was having a conversation with someone that I highly, highly admire a couple of weeks ago, and he and I went off on a tangent. We were on a Zoom about how most people don't have any kind of internal process for how they make decisions. Decisions about anything. And not having a process or not having kind of a, an understanding of how you make decisions is actually a huge pitfall and a big thing that can cause dysregulation. I'm going to give you an example first in regards to people that maybe we get on sales calls, enrollment calls, that we would like to sign up and quote unquote buy our thing. I think a lot of times there's frustration on our part, on our end, that the person is not ready to make a decision on the phone and the person maybe ghosts afterwards, maybe they don't buy, maybe they back out, maybe they pay and then decide not to. And all of this is a symptom of dysregulation, but also a symptom of like just generally not understanding how, why they make decisions. I think it's important to understand that everybody comes to making decisions, whether that be about their health, their business, their finances, um, from a different place. I love human design and the human design actually has a portion of it and I've not dived super deep into it. I still have a lot of work that I can learn there, but there's a portion where it, it, it goes over like how you make decisions from an internal process. And when I started reading about human design, it was the first time a light bulb really went off to make me realize people make decisions in different ways but I don't think there's a large awareness about how we make decisions. I'm gonna give you an example. My human design, I am a generator and I make decisions from a place of emotion. Now, I don't know that many people think that making emotional decisions is a good thing that's probably been cast in a negative light. But when I make decisions from emotion, it's because when I make a decision, yes or no, it is strongly tied to how that decision makes me feel. Am I making that decision and feeling empowered? Am I making that decision and feeling fearful? Am I making that decision and feeling anxious? Am I making that decision and feeling super excited? How do I make decisions? Why is this important to understand when you're on a sales and enrollment call? Well, for me, 
coming to the recognition that not everyone makes decisions from that place was like life-changing because I'm going to give you another example. My husband, I'm not sure what his human design is, but I know he's an Enneagram one and he's a very logical decision maker, meaning he doesn't make decisions from a place of how the decision makes him feel. He looks at it from a place of logic And because he makes decisions from a place of logic, it takes him a minute to decide. My husband will never be one of those people that gets on a sales or enrollment call and makes a decision on the spot. He's going to take a step away from any situation, observe certain things, research certain things, and he's going to make a decision based on logic. Other people make decisions based on their intuition. They feel a nudge. They feel a gut instinct, etc. I think that's also really tricky because I think a lot of times we think we're feeling an intuition and it's actually just fear. But that is another way that people make decisions. Again, why is this important to understand if you're taking sales and enrollment calls? Understanding somebody else's internal decision-making process is incredibly important to holding the connection with the person, but also recognizing that you need to shepherd them through the decision-making process or honor their decision-making process, whatever that might be. Where does this get tricky in sales and enrollment? I've seen an awful lot of scripts that start out with, are you ready to make a decision today? Or I can take your card. And that might work with a certain population of people, but that might also turn a certain population of people off. Language is everything. And if you are not honoring that different people make decisions in different ways, then you might be pushing people that need your help away because your process sucks. I can tell you many, many, many times on sales and enrollment calls, I have placed my decision-making powers on someone else by saying, are you ready to make a decision today? If you hear my dog barking, he just noticed that I'm walking in the driveway. And if that person on the other end of the line doesn't make decisions from an emotional place like I do, they're going to be completely turned off by the way I positioned that. Positioning is everything. So what do you do? What do you do? One, now you are aware that people make decisions from different places. I think funny enough, a lot of us are not even aware of that. So now you're aware that decision-making is different for different people. Two, having a process to understand or guide people into their decision-making powers. I'm going to give you an example. One of my favorite questions to ask on consultations is, If they're like, well, I need to think about it, or I need to talk to my husband, or I need to, I need to, I need to, I just ask, 
How do you go about making these decisions? What's your process? And usually <laughs> people look at me a little funny, but it, po- it causes them to start to think, how do I make decisions? What is my process? Do I even have one? That can give you a glimpse into how people's internal mind operates when they're trying to decide if they're going to make an investment in something. And if you're selling health and wellness, if you're selling business mentoring, whatever you're selling, people, especially above a certain amount, and that amount is different for different people, different people have different thresholds, that decision-making process is gonna differ, but just like you may not have been aware that decisions should have a process or that you have an internal mechanism for making decisions that you weren't aware of, your people that are coming to you on sales and enrollment calls probably don't recognize it either. I love to ask, what's your process for making these types of decisions? It truly places responsibility on the person you're on the call with and it causes them to think, why is this important? If you're selling or enrolling people into health and fitness programs, would it not behoove you to have clients that are aware of how they make decisions? Because if they're aware of how they make their buying decisions, they also might be better be better equipped to prepare for how they make decisions when they're at a restaurant, when they're on vacation, when it's Wednesday morning and they didn't go to the grocery store. You see how this works? A decision is a decision is a decision is a decision. I think that's a super important connection to make right up the front, up at the front. That's called leadership as well. Another question I love to ask is, especially when there's a husband objection or like I need to talk to my husband, I ask, what do you think your husband's response is going to be? Why would I ask that? They know their husband, I don't. I also know that a lot of women use their husbands as an excuse. And so that's going to give me an in to a little glimpse of what the objection is going to be. If the objection is truly the husband, I will tell you, I was on a consultation call yesterday with someone and I asked that she, I said, what do you think your husband's going to say? And she's like, he's probably going to say that this is too expensive, that I've tried too many things before. I said, fair enough. I said, here's the difference that I can see. Can I share that with you? She said, yes. I said, your doctor actually referred you to me. You didn't find me off the internet. I'm not somebody you follow on Instagram. Your medical provider gave you my name and phone number and said that you should talk to me. That should be brought up when you speak to your husband. Now also, this woman's husband said no. Um, she was pretty upset. I felt very, very bad for her and that's going to happen. I kind of had a sneaky suspicion based on what she told me there that that was going to be a problem. That saves me a lot of time and energy. You can ask this early in the call. Hey, I know you indicated that you and your husband make decisions together. That's on my application. 
what do you think his response is going to be to you meeting with me today? If he's going to be a part of the decision, shouldn't you know what part he plays? I think that's important. I want to switch gears and I want to talk for a couple of minutes on how you make decisions in your life. And I want to say first off, the way you make decisions in your life, it does have an impact on how people make decisions in like on sales and enrollment calls. I truly, truly believe that. If I had me a nickel for every single time somebody told me, I want to work with you. Once I get a few more clients, I will be able to. That is the most bass backwards thinking I've ever heard. <laughs> That's not making a decision. It is a decision. It's a decision to stay exactly where you're at. But I ask you, how do you make decisions in your business? Do you make decisions out of desperation? Do you make decisions out of empowerment? Do you have a process for making a decision? Because let me tell you what I also see a lot is that people make decisions when it comes to mentors out of a desperate place because they feel like some person has really, really good answers to all of their problems. Usually that person has really, really good marketing. Let me tell you, there's a crap ton of really good marketing. There's also a crap ton of really crappy mentors. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs fall prey into mentorships and programs that they don't necessarily feel aligned with, but they make the decision out of desperation because the person marketing the mentorship or the program seems to have all of the answers. Here's a thing you should know when you are making decisions. No one mentor, no one program has all of the answers. They don't. Why? Because just like we tell our nutrition, a lot of people that follow and listen to this have nutrition businesses, just like we tell people that have nutrition businesses, like our nutrition clients, Should I do this? I don't know. It depends because every person is different. Guess what? No one mentor is going to have every single answer for you laid out because your business is not the same as anybody else's business. Your desires are not the same as everybody else's desires. Your life, especially if you've got kids, mama, is different than everyone else's. But people buy into things out of desperation because the person has great marketing and seems to have all of the things to solve all of their problems. I'm here to tell you, no one person can solve all of your problems and no one person's program can solve all of your problems. That is a lie. Here's the thing. You are going to have to learn to solve some of your own problems if you want to stick around for any length of time. Hopping from mentor to mentor, making decision after decision after decision because this next person has the next thing that you need, their proprietary method, their whatever thing that they've got that's got a fancy name. 
We buy into that because we make decisions out of desperation. Typically, my desire is to have people make decisions out of empowerment. Something that makes you feel, something that makes you want, something that makes you desire. I don't give my clients all of the answers. I don't have all of the answers. I do have a really good way of opening people up to think about things in a way that they maybe haven't thought about them before. But I think this mentorship game where we buy out of desperation and make decisions out of desperation because somebody has all of the answers is the wrong way of going about it. And I think we see that reflected to us in our business where we've got clients that can't wipe their own butt cheeks without asking us a question or have no internal autonomy. You did that. Or they're like, I thought I was going to get more of this or I thought I was going to get more of that or I thought I was going to do more of this or I thought I was going to. Yeah, because you claimed to have all the answers and no one has all of the answers. They don't. But I ask you, do you know how you make decisions? Do you know where you make decisions from? Do you have a process for making decisions? Do you have somebody that you speak to when you're making decisions? Do you understand the decisions that you're making? That is what I've got for you today. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. I'm going to go hop up back to my office and I will talk to y'all soon.